0: Big, big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow... Hello and welcome to A Mice and Main Street Man, I am Tristan And I'm Sean Hey, how are you? I'm, I'm good You're good? Yeah, that's good Yeah, yeah, I decided it's just not one of those ex- exuberant days I, I hope to oh, have sure. them in the future but you know, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, you can't start every day off just peppy as heck. Oh, well, no, you Once can't, but you, know, but you know what can make you happier. What's that? It's talking about the Muppets. Oh, yeah. Uh... That'll pick me right up. I think it Yay! will. Yeah, <laughs> see, there you go. Instant happiness. I know. And, so... and people, people listening don't even know that I put my <laughs> hand above my head and waved them know... awkwardly back and forth. I think they knew, you know. If they're tuning in, I think they know. Um, I guess so. That's we're, true. We're, we're talking Yay! about our favorite. <laughs> that time, I think they knew. I think they... well. That time, I tried to adopt a more Kermit-like voice. Oh, sure. And that I, I really Yay! felt it. You know what? Every time you do it, it gets closer. So I think if you and do it probably it a more time and probably more annoying. <laughs> so i'll save it i'll save it for appropriate places within the podcast perfect (laughs) so today we're talking about our favorite muppet films specials and beyond so uh it's quite the canon to pull from but i did my best
1: it's a a big canon
0: it's bigger than the one gonzo gets shot out of yeah it's it's pretty great but uh when when did you first discover the Muppets? Let's start there. Actually, what do you, what was your first recollection of them? Do you remember? I suppose because I I constantly date myself on this show, but literally Sesame Street was created for people my age. It it truly because like I think I was like three when when Sesame Street started. Okay, so I think that was the first time that I, I became acquainted with maybe whatever the Muppets were. Okay. But also when I was a kid, they would have them on, I mean, and and like the really interesting, like they'd be on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, but it would be like a big silver tube that had a ball. And and I mean, because certainly what Jim Henson created as the Muppets were not necessarily Kermit and Piggy and Fozzie in the beginning. Right. Right. See my <clears throat> my first recollection of having anything to do with something Muppet esque, if you will, was not necessarily the Muppets themselves, but it was narrated by Kermit, which was Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. That was my oh, first introduction into the world of Jim Henson. Yeah, um, and and that like blew my mind a little bit as a young child, and became like a. a favorite in my house still is actually yeah um so we'll talk about that later but so we've kind of compiled our top 10 it's been very difficult but we did it because you know if somebody's going to do it it might as well be us and uh, well. well and 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 kudos i mean it's it's exciting that that you know the muppets entered the disney realm yes as it were back in the late eighties, I guess, technically. Right around the time that Disney Studios, well, Disney MGM Studios back in the mm-hmm. day was opening. Was right around, I because yeah. Well, well, we'll talk about some more of that stuff later. I just go, thank goodness that, that Muppets now are in the Disney canon, that giant. Yes, canon. yes the massive canon that it is now. So uh, well, what's, what's in your number 10 slot, Sean? What is kick it well, off right funny away. Funny, you should ask. Funny, you should ask because, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, when when we talked about this, I was like, well, does it just have to be movies or TV specials, or can we embrace all things Muppets? And I decided I was embracing all things Muppets. Perfect. But just in case you were going to call me out on it and say, no, absolutely not, that is no. an incorrect procedure, sir. Um, there I, are no f- rules here. I, well, I'm going to start with ten point five. Um, see if you can cheat Tristan I can cheat too I'm gonna start (laughs) with 10.5 because I didn't actually see this but I so wish I had and that is that Muppets history thing that they were doing around the Hall of Presidents like was that that was like just pre-pandemic wasn't it yeah I saw that actually and it was oh Well then, perhaps you can inform my decision a little more. But everything I heard about it sounded so amazing that it's on my list at ten point five. What was it like? It was really cool because it took place in that in that two story building not too far from Sleepy Hollow, where you can get the corn dog. But it it would be like corn dog theater. Yeah, it was great. Grab a corn dog, watch Muppets. And a guy from the Quad Cities was in that show, and so we stopped to watch it. But it was really cute. I mean, you know, they popped out of the windows above and they told, did some history and sang some songs and stuff. And it was cool because, I mean, it wasn't, you know, in a traditional theater setting, like you literally just stopped on the sidewalk and watched The Muppets. And that was really cool. So, um, yeah, it was kind of a neat little show. All right. So that was my 10.5 because I hadn't seen it and didn't really have much. So my actual number 10, also because I was afraid it was not traditional Muppet, I would be I would be kicked off the podcast, and you just finish up on your on your own. Um, I, I have Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas at number ten. We're going to talk about it later because it is further down my list. But do you all know right. why it counts? Because so I I went back and forth on that, and we'll talk about that later. But go ahead. What what? Why is it on on your? Well, what is uh, First of all, 10? our friend Emily who uh, who listens to the podcast. Hi, Emily. Um, Hello. She is a huge Emma Otter fan and cause I, it was sort of in my periphery, but there yeah. was, she was, she was uh, working at, at the theater doing a Christmas show. And she was like, I want to watch Emma Otter. And so she had it or we found it on Disney plus or something. But, but I was like, this really, it really is charming. And then, then I watched the outtakes, the outtakes. I are wet your pants <laughs> funny. Yes, mainly, mainly the drum roll. <laughs> and, and a comment about someone's feet being permanently oh. attached to the floor. But if you have never seen the outtakes for Emmett Otter's Judd Band oh. Christmas, you should. Oh, it's perfect. It's such a good, yeah, I love right. Emmett Otter. So, that, a- so that's, why, that's why it's on my list at number 10. What's your 10? So my number 10 is the 1996 Muppet Treasure Island Um, Okay, it's on my list a little higher, but yeah. Yeah, I just love that classic book adaptation with Tim Curry and the Muppets. I'm in, that's all you got to say. How can you not? You know, and I always dig when the Muppets kind of end up in a classic story like that, especially with how they cat, like which characters go into what roles is always funny. And it's like perfect situational comedy. And uh, so I I really dig uh, Muppet Treasure Island for my number 10. All right. That's that's a worthy choice. I I think it was a little higher up my list just because it's Tim Curry and yeah. the Muppets and <laughs> and so just awesome as you say when they take on a classic. Uh, but my number nine then uh, is the Muppets, the Jason the Jason Segel movie, right? Sure. Segel. Yep. So how? Will, how does he? I pronounce love it? that too. How does he pronounce it? I think it's Siegel? Jason Segel. I think. Okay. Like Jonathan Livingston Seagull, but spelled right. differently. <laughs> right. Not a bird, just a seagull. Anyway, I thought what he did, is it on your list somewhere? It is. It is higher, but yeah, it is on my list. All right. But yeah, just so we won't dwell too much on it uh, with me, but but the fact that he so lovingly wanted to reinvent what, what a typical Muppet-type movie would be for a new generation, and... And you know what that would feel like in a more modern time setting. I just thought, and and man, or a Muppet, that Ugh. song just kills. It's so good. And and just the the overall. Anytime you put the Muppets in the real world and give them stuff to do, I think I think you got a winning combination. Oh, I agree. I agree. And all the celebrity cameos in that are fantastic. Ugh. Yeah. And, to, and to honor that tradition is so amazing. All right. So what's your number nine then? So my number nine is actually, it's, it's a special that was on television in 1987. I remember watching it as a child. It How was specific. Muppet, it, was, it was Muppet Family Christmas. <laughs> so, okay. I'm glad you watched it because it's not on my list. Tell it, me about oh, it. So here's the thing so it's nostalgia 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 for me i don't even know if it's any good because i've not seen it for years even since i was like a like probably 10 or something like that yeah but it perfectly captured the vibe of like the winter in the late 80s and early 90s which i swear was different than the winters that we have now i don't know if that's true grandpa i'm sure they were (laughs) i know but it just reminds me of like a very different time like just like the the way it was shot and the the commercials that were in it because it was like we recorded it on a VHS off the television you uh, know yeah and it just had like a certain vibe that I really really loved and when I started thinking about all these, I was like that one is one of my favorites I don't even know if it's any good, but like I distinctly remember think thinking every time it's on I have to watch it and once we had it copied in that VHS man we were
1: we were golden
0: because the band plays yeah. in the living room because uh, they're all trapped at the oh they go down to the basement uh, and gravel rock, you know, dude, it is like, uh, it's wonderful. So that is my, my number nine. Maybe Maybe we can dig it out of the archives around the holidays and watch yes, it. Yes, absolutely. It's so charming. Maybe, That's maybe common. it's not, I don't know. So what's Yeah, your number there's, eight there's, there's always that risk. Um, <laughs> I, I put at number eight Muppets Tonight. Are Muppets Tonight on your, are they on your list too? It is a not, it is not, but, but, um, it well, was a tough fall we have discovered that when our lists don't match up it does make for a slightly more interesting show <laughs> yes, so <it> does. <laughs> we'll embrace that um because for anyone who doesn't know muppets tonight was kind of the modern reinvention of the old muppet show uh that was on abc for was it a couple of seasons was it a mm-hmm. one season wonder but you know the format they were working basically on a tv on a on a TV show, um, but in a more modern setting than than the classic version. But you know, again, such wonderful characters came out of that. It's like I I just thought Bobo the bear that was the doorman. I'm like, this is brilliant. This is one of my new favorite Muppet characters, uh, and I love it when he comes back and stuff sometimes. But um, but it just it was so fun and irreverent and funny. That's, that that's why Muppets tonight made my list at number eight. I love that. So my number eight is the Muppets wizard of Oz. Oh man. I don't think I've ever seen the full thing. Oh man. It's so, the thing is, I it's, I don't know that it's good, you know, well, but it doesn't I'm an, have to be good if it's no, funny. I I'm an avid wizard of Oz fan and you know, it's not the highest art, but the way the characters they fit in the story made me giggle so much because Pepe the Prawn is Toto. And, like, that's brilliant. To me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and, well, and Gonzo is the Tin Man, right? Yeah. And, and uh, Kermit's the Scarecrow, Fonzie's a lion. Fonzie's the lion. But he is Dorothy. P- well, Miss Piggy plays all of the witches. Oh. Because Ashanti, as I think her name is Ashanti, is Dorothy. Oh, it's a live person, Dorothy. Yeah, it, because Miss Piggy is both the, like all the witches and it's uh, <laughs> brilliant. Um, but Jeffrey Tambor is the wizard. Queen Latifah is Auntie M. like just oh, wow. wonderful. But I'm telling you, Pepe the Prawn as Toto is inspired. And, and I think that's why it made the list for. <laughs> that that sounds like, awesome. now <laughs> right. I want to see it just for Pepe oh. the Prawn as Toto. Oh, it's 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 brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> All right. So well, what's your number seven then? My number seven again, partly because of Pepe, and I imagine this showed up on your list because it's hard not to marry two entities that you just adore. And so I I went with the Muppet Haunted Mansion. Oh yes, it's on my list. From, Absolutely. I think, yeah, but um, because I just, when you love the Haunted Mansion and then you put a story together with the uh, with the uh, with the Muppets. And and yes, I loved Pepe's involvement and <laughs> and the the song, the what is it? The 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 graveyard song, the the dearly departed, or mm-hmm. but the first time I heard it on the Disney radio station on the Sirius XM Disney thing, I was like, this is a song, but it's kind of haunted mansion-y, but where is this from? And then I realized, oh, it's from the new. Muppet haunted mansion. So yes. so it it made my seven because it certainly it. made me giggle. Yeah, oh yeah. What sure. what's, what's your seven? So my number seven is John Denver and the Muppets A Christmas Together. Wow. I'm telling <laughs> you, listen, Rocky Mountain old... High with a little Muppet. <laughs> yeah, dude, like it's like fantastic old-timey nostalgia. Like old country bluegrass renditions of popular Christmas songs. The Muppets, John Denver. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I I bet. Um, I I don't know if it exists on YouTube anywhere, but that was another one I had on VHS growing up that we kind of ran out of because it's so good. They actually did a sequel to it, too, (laughs) the next year. I can't remember exactly what the name of it was, but it, it was... It was just as good, but not as good as like that first one. But John Denver and the Muppets sounds like an unlikely combo, but they're a very good combo. Maybe the second one was Rocky Mountain Higher Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. John Denver's Rocky Mountain Higher Christmas with the Muppets. Right. Yeah. It it sounds good. I hope I can track it down. Yeah. We'll have like a Christmas Muppet Fest if we can. Yeah, we should. That would be great. All right. Yeah, you say that during the recording and will will it ever happen no you'll just be, me. No. you do you'll not promise this fun little christmas thing with hot cocoa and then when christmas rolls around you'll be too busy you'll have no. a show you'll have no, a show I don't, and I don't then think so. oh all <laughs> right well <laughs> then, then let's move along from that i didn't mean to bring up that's a sad no, topic. No. so what were what we we just did sevens Are yeah we, we just did things? seven so we're on to sixes now yeah all right, well, oh, well, I'll jump in first because my six was Muppet Treasure Island. It was, you know, Tim Curry and, oh, you know, as of all the things we said before. So what's your number six? So my number six is, it's a very merry Muppet Christmas movie, which was a um a special that they did that was a tribute to It's a Wonderful Life. Have you ever seen it? I've seen It's a Wonderful Life. I don't think I've seen this. We yeah. found this was all like- of these- christmas things that i I know i'm a big i'm a big christmas dude so like i find them but this was like early 2000 2002 i believe but it pays tribute to its wonderful life like has all the classic like tropes of wonderful life but it has all these great guest stars like joan cusack is the evil woman who takes over the bank or inherits the bank from her father who died whoopi goldberg is god david arquette is the angel that's (laughs) sent down to help uh gonzo who is the like the jimmy stewart character oh my Uh, gosh but man, it's like a classic story. All these classic characters thrown into this, like, you know, this existing story, but they're Muppets. It's just, it's a big old yes. But the thing is, like, it has a lot of funny things in it, but it also is one of those things where like the Muppets have a lot of heart and they like, right. they kind of take it seriously. And yeah. um, you should track it down. That was probably easier to find than the Sean Denver one. But uh, okay. yeah, Christmas specials, big on the Christmas specials. Oh, that's awesome. Uh Was that, yeah, that was your number six? Yes, we're in a number five. So what's your five? So my five is the original 1979 Muppet movie, the origin story um, where the gang's going to Hollywood, become stars. It's like straightforward. There's like nothing surprising. You know exactly where it's going because it starts out with them at the movie premiere. So you know that they make it. But um, it was cool to see all those characters at the beginning of the journey. It wasn't the first thing I saw. But it was cool to like go back and watch. Oh, this is how we got there, you know, and it's, um, it's, on, it's on my list, of... but it's on my list. It's a little I higher. I think it's it a little might higher. Uh, but so my number five is the Muppets take Manhattan because first of one. all. First of all, when you're when you're a theater person and the Muppets are taking Manhattan and they're on Broadway even. It's like, that's such a great marriage. But I remember, I remember seeing it in the theater and I remember that when the Muppet Babies did their musical number, I was in Stitches and I ran around singing Mama, Dada, Boop, Boop, Chihuahua for, for, for I guess, pretty much the rest of my life. There are just times when I'll just be thinking, Mama, Dada, Boop, Boop, Chihuahua. Mama, dada, poop poop, Chihuahua. I mean, how can you not how can you not love a classic refrain like that sung by tiny muppets? Now oh, I yeah. know that I know that then catapulted the Muppet babies to start And maybe people got a little sick of the Muppet babies as as the 80s, 90s <laughs> progressed. But but that's why Muppets Take Manhattan gets my number five. That's nice. So number four then. I have the, the the Muppet movie with Jason Segel as okay. my number four. Um, I, it was like an instant classic when I saw it in the theaters. Like the cast is so good. The songs are so good. And it launched the Muppets kind of back into the limelight a little bit. And that was like yeah. really cool to see. And um, huge fan. And the dance, like the, the dance numbers are great. And like, I don't know everything about it. Also, <laughs> you know, you, Chris Cooper rapping. <laughs> you know and being the villain like you really can't go wrong so big fan all right well we we're certainly getting some crossover on our lists yes, this time around because because some of them i think are just clear yeah, um absolutely and uh, so i'm i'm kind of betting this must be higher on your list but my number four is muppet christmas carol yes i have it later yes yeah. So, I mean, I was actually doing Christmas Carol at the time that it was released and went to see it. And, and my distinct takeaway from it was that it took two pigs to do what I was doing in the Scrooge's dead scene with the businessman. I'm like, I'm doing the work of two pigs here. Maybe I should get paid a little more. But that was not my only takeaway from the film. It was one of my takeaways ways. But yeah, I mean you've just got Michael Kane. It is Michael Kane, right? Yeah. Yes, Michael. Michael Kane is, is such a great Scrooge, you know, and Fozzie as as Fezziwig is just so wonderful. And, and Marley amazing. and Marley, like you can't yeah. go wrong. Settler and Waldorf. Oh my <laughs> God. So all right. So that made my number four. What's your number four? So my number four was the Muppets. So we're up to three. Oh right. So my number three is uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Um, how, it is those, many, I guess I guess we'll take the t- poll later. I just wonder how many Christmas things are on your list. But this for is the last now, one, but, but a lot of them were there, oh I, I believe. <laughs> um, and it changed my life in so many ways because it's like the, the heartwarming story was told in under an hour, which I, I think there's something to that in show business right now um, yeah. because of the way they tell the story. I mean, you didn't feel like you were cheated of anything, but like the bluegrass tunes are incredible. Um, jug bands just fascinate me in general. And it like has lovable heroes and lovable villains. And it just exudes this like, charm and warmth and again with the nostalgia it just hits me in all the right ways so i love emmett otter's Jug band christmas so that is my number three what's your number two we're up to number two right oh what no mean? i didn't do my number three. Oh, just, what's your three but maybe it's not important maybe we don't need to hear my number no three. no i think we do I oh think we do. really yeah May I? okay yes. maybe we should <laughs> invest in that giant screen that'll keep track of who's done what numbers <laughs> once we get a sponsor of some sort that's right we got to we got to get a but, prompter yeah anyway my number 3 is the original muppet show cuz oh, i thanks. i remember being a kid on saturday night just i mean in what a great format with the the guest star who would come in and be a part of incredibly zany and wacky things and you know i mean i think that's the first time we met scooter and and um, I just to, to see the variety show format every week as a kid, um, and I know most of them are available on Disney Plus, or some come with a warning, uh-huh. um, but, uh, but I just think they're so brilliant. And, and such a great way nowadays for, for a younger generation to check out some of the stars of that era. And, yeah. and, you know, get get a glimpse of, you know, who some of these people are that maybe they would never seen their work before. But so that is why The Muppet Show was my number three. I love that. So we're down to number two. Yeah. So my number two is The Muppet's Haunted Mansion. Um, again, it's you know, it's a fabulous journey told in under an hour. There's a lesson there for modern audiences. But Harper and I watched it just about every day after it came out. And mm-hmm. as a haunted mansion fan, there's so many like little Easter eggs and so many like inside jokes that they throw in. And Pepe the prawn yeah. is just hysterical. It's some to me. of his finest work, honestly. I really, I am a little. Uh, surely, at the Emmys this year, what well, would it be? The Emmys, or did he just get passed over by the Academy? I mean, is are things made for Disney Plus? Is that technically a film? Don't know you know if they didn't do a theatrical release, I don't think he can be up for anything, and that's a bummer because um he, yeah. he deserves it. Putting I just think putting the Muppets into the world of an attraction like the Haunted Mansion is brilliant, and like honestly, keep putting them into other like ride-inspired specials. Man, I'll I'm I'm in. Let's go, Disney. Let's go. I'm Muppets, I'm down. Muppets like, pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. Muppets, Muppets of the Caribbean, you know, like Muppets. jungle Muppets, you know, yeah. Uh, in the Muppet Um, Muppet 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 room like whatever you want to do Mr. Muppet's Wild Ride (laughs) Um, the Muppet's Carousel 20,000 Muppets Under the Sea (laughs) Flight of Muppets Um, like it really could go uh, Uh, Rise of the Muppets Muppets of the the Muppets (laughs) they can get two movies out of that yeah, you really could. Of Muppets, yeah, exactly. Muppets of the resistance. Yeah, absolutely. And so and, I don't know. Millennium Falcon, Muppets Run. <laughs> I would watch that. I absolutely. would watch that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Maybe with a cocktail, but I would watch it. Have Have the Muppets in Star Wars have has that ever crossed over? I don't know. I that it I, I know I have an image of Piggy as Leia somewhere. I don't. I, I don't know. Like- I, I don't, and like Kermit as Luke. Was it like the the weird Star Wars holiday special thing? or what? I, I don't wonder... know. Oh, or maybe it was on, maybe it was on the Muppet show. We'll have to, we'll have to dig around.
1: But I know I've
0: now. seen, I know I've seen Piggy as Leia with okay. the giant cinnamon bun hair. So. Sure. All right. Well, what is um, your number two then? That is my number two. Well, my two, I'm going to flip my number one and my number two. Well. Okay just just because we've already talked about what was my number one but now which i'll put at number two just so maybe i have something different than you at number one uh is the muppet movie the original because to me that was just i was a kid around that time Mm -hmm. and it was so amazing to see the muppets interacting in the real world and that score i mean rainbow connection how does that song not i mean that that closing number with the with the film set you know and and them finally making it i go that is some good storytelling and i love that finale that's a good one so the muppet movie is higher on my list at now number two great so we're down to number one we are so my number one is the muppet christmas carol um so it's one of my all-time favorite literary works just in general um, but I I I I've always gravitated towards it because I just think it has important lessons like all year round. But like their version of it's extremely faithful and like very honest. I mean, there's a lot of things that are funny, but like there's some like heartwarming things in that story. I mean, there isn't anyway, but like you put a bunch of Muppets in it, it tugs at my heartstrings even more. Yeah. And like you said, Michael Kane is great. Kermit is wonderful. Um, yeah. Statler and Waldorf are so funny as marley and marley and um so that's why you know it's one of those things i watch it every year and um i have it on vhs and dvd just so we're wow. clear and uh but yeah i i uh, i love that one so that that is number one on my list now what is your number one i'm kind of curious uh, well and uh, before we move on i will just say i don't know if they knew they could do it with one pig instead of two pigs but i proved i proved they could so, if they do remake and they just have to cut the budget down, it only takes one pig to say some of those businessman lines of "I'll go if he if there's lunch provided anyway i I took a sad detour in in what was otherwise a glorious episode, so if only we could edit things out, which we can't, no, I would't have sullied yeah. I wouldn't have sullied your number one No. <laughs> bringing no, the pigs no. back I'll know no, that. In no. future. Um, this I'm a little surprised it wasn't on your list at all, and it was my number two originally because it's hard to beat the original Muppet movie. But I put Muppet Vision 3D towards the top of my at the top of my list. <laughs> yeah, um, and and I will. Part of it is the place it holds in my heart that that was like the last true v- project that Jim Henson worked on, mm-hmm. you know, and for have it to have it have survived you know, all, all these years in the park. And, and, the, and the reason is because it's so great. And yeah. even the pre-show, I remember realizing that what was scrolling under some of the screens was a whole separate pre-show. And just, I would I, so I would sit there and read that and then I would laugh at really inappropriate places for everyone who was just watching the video version. Because <laughs> I don't even remember what it was, but it was like you know, basically like things about I'm being held hostage in the in the booth or whatever. It wasn't that, but it was just some really funny Muppet type stuff. Um, and and to have it have mixed, you know, two of my favorite things in terms of Muppets and sure. Disney, and as I that was right around the time that that Muppets joined the fold. Um, in reflecting on this. It, I, I it, it goes into some other shows that we've done recently, but I go, the fact that Jim Henson did come to an agreement with Disney and and sort of turn over his legacy the way, you know, the way that Stan Lee kind of agreed to work with Disney with Marvel and the way George Lucas handed his his entire, you know, legacy to Disney, I go... People in their hearts, I think, trust that Disney, especially nowadays, now that now mm. that things like Marvel and and uh, Marvel and Star Wars and all, and, but also the Muppets. It's like Disney has has brought them into the fold and and carried on those legacies, and especially with with Muppets now. I think we've seen some really some really great stuff going on. Yeah. So. <clears throat> this is my big honorable mention was muppet vision 3d because i was worried if i put it on the list you're going to be like tristan that is an attraction that is not so um because I, think- I agree with you that's one of okay. my favorite things to do at the park still and um i i did it the last time we were there and i had a great time harper loves it and it's so it's so well done it's so clever um and, and, and- i'm and Mickey even makes a fake appearance too. So yeah. it, and, you it know, brings those worlds together. And Yeah, and what they do with the theater, you know, with the, the LED screens on the walls and everything is really, really cool. So I, I second everything that you said. I, I think Muppet 3D and, is- And is let's cool. not leave out the small worlds debacle in the finale. <laughs> right, that <That's>, too, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a nice blending. But yeah, so the Muppets, they're awesome. Yes, they are. I, I adore the muppets and everything about them and um i think we had a pretty solid list actually that's, that's I, good I, stuff and I i will tease this because i don't i don't know that i can make it happen because he's a really busy guy but I, I i uh grew up in kansas city for many years and even at webster with the guy who now does kermit's voice and yeah that's what you said. Does, does a bunch of the voices and so I'm hoping somewhere down the line maybe I can persuade him to come be a guest on our show. Yeah, Matt Vogel. Be awesome. Matt, if you're listening, we'd love to have you as a guest. Yes, um, please. <laughs> um, and and cuz he he had a really interesting journey through Henson Productions to where he is today. Oh, that's but awesome. I will say when I saw his name on the credits for Muppet uh, for Muppet Haunted Mansion, I was like, that's Matt. I know him. <laughs> we we uh we convinced his parents to take a trip to disney one summer in their rv well we were trying to convince them that he should just like go to disney like with me and a couple of friends and they're like well no we'll take the whole family in the rv so that was a really cool vacation oh i bet i um, love that but anyway it got a, it, i got off the muppet track which is no. not fair to the muppets so um, no, but we love the Muppets is what is what we're saying. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's gone. It's gone. The magic that I had at the beginning of the episode. Oh, it's okay. voice, Yay! That's there better. it is. That's there closer. it's back. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> well, Sean, how can people find you if they'd like to book a magical vacation to go see Muppet 3D in person? Oh well, if you want to go see him up at 3D in person, check me out at uh, well you can email me, Sean at Briarandmain.com. That's S-E-A-N, it's the Irish way. Uh, or go on the Briar and Main travel boutique website in the about and, and my a- picture is there. You can click on that and get my agent page and all that good stuff, or Facebook, Sean at Briar and Main. Perfect. and what about you Tristan where can folks find you these days well if you happen to be in the Quad City area you can look up the Mockingbird on Main in downtown Davenport find us on all social medias just by searching the Mockingbird on Main. and if you're not in the Quad City area that's okay too we will have some streaming opportunities to entertain you from your home from wherever you are in the country so we have lots of things coming up either we're producing it or somebody else is but there's always something going on down there which is really cool and um we're just Tristan excited that Tristan does a remember. great job of finding really talented people to do really cool stuff. Yes. Like the podcast too. I mean, yes. I would hope that that falls in that category, but the live stuff at Mockingbird is really awesome. Yes. Yeah. We're excited about just keeping it going. So, but yeah, look us up and look up Sean and look us up. If you're not already following uh, Mice and Main Street Men on any of the social, you can look us up as well. And but, uh, you would not be already following us, Tristan. People don't really in caves you don't, I, know. I don't know but drop us a line and let us know that you're listening we like to hear from people and um you know we'd love to connect with you so well sean it's always a pleasure always a pleasure um, okay all right I, you're, you're <laughs> committing to that you're committing to it all and now i feel the pressure that it always oh, be a pleasure it, it will it, always be yes it, i so, i okay. get that feeling, yes um, well yes. anyway Yay! Yay! all right we'll see we'll see I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing.